0: This is the PropTech VC podcast. We give you unique insights into how innovative technologies are disrupting real estate. We interview top entrepreneurs, investors, and knowledgeable experts to share the inside scoop in this fast-moving industry. It's hosted by leading PropTech VC, Zane Jaffer. Let's dive into today's content.
1: On today's show, we have Keihan Joe the co-founder of Terrascope, the world's
0: first AI rural real estate agent. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Dane. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: So how did you get started? We'd love to learn more about your story and your focus on rural.
0: Yeah, of course. So uh, uh, it's funny because i always been a city boy, uh, but always with a uh, rural dream as well. Uh, so last year, both me and my co- co-founder, uh, and be known to each other were looking for rural properties online. I was searching in Canada. Uh, I ended up flying to Saskatchewan to visit the farm and it was a really interesting experience. And my co-founder was looking in Montana, US. Um, so we both faced the same pain point, which is finding rural properties online is such a difficult task. Uh, using uh, the current tools, it's just not very efficient. You ended up seeing First of all, tons of redundant listings that don't really fit your criteria. And then you have to manually sort them through. Uh, so, end up just, you know, spending hours and eventually I gave up online. I, I called up a real estate agent and then he was able to introduce me to the right properties um so that was the inspiration basically behind you know moving the real estate agent experience to an online platform and to understand users preference more deeply so we can make better recommendations
1: what is it about this dream everyone wants to be back in nature and for some reason wants to leave the concrete jungles i mean streaming (laughs) you live in one you know often it's the rural boy dreaming about you know going to the big city and we're seeing a reversal here. um I felt that need, by the way, even prior to COVID. So I don't necessarily yeah. think it's a COVID thing. I think COVID's helping. I think deep down inside, we all have this desire. But what's your thoughts? T- talk to us a bit about this rural versus urban mentality.
0: Yeah, actually, that's a great question because. You know, um, last year, obviously everyone was looking, kind of having this dream of owning a ranch. Uh, It's this kind of revival of the romanticism of the rural lifestyle. And part of it was to look for the escape, right? Outside of uh, your apartment when you're cooped up during quarantine. So the media picked up on that and they, they, they spin the story to be like, oh, because of COVID people are looking for rural properties. But like you said, exactly, when you look at the phenomena more closely, uh, you can see that in even in the past decade, the rural property market has been booming, both in terms of the number of deals that go through every year and the price action, right? So uh, there's something going on about uh, in the market that's pushing people to search outside of the comfort zones. And the way we have observed it is that It comes from a couple different sources. One is that the uh, the urban living isn't really (laughs) satisfying people's need anymore. Uh, With the unsustainable housing price, a lot of people really cannot afford uh, the space they need. So ended up a big family cramped into a small apartment and the pollution as well as the crime rate uh, are really pushing people to think. Okay, do I really need to be in the city anymore? So that is what's happening in the past decade. People are kind of looking outside the outside of their uh, outside of the city, thinking outside the box to find properties that can cater to their growing family uh, or you know their aspiration of you know having organic vegetables, having an organic vegetable garden. Um, but what's really interesting about COVID is that even though Uh, It's a catalyst, but the impact in our mind is really irreversible. So what happened with COVID is that it popularized uh, remote work. Obviously you and I are working from home and as a lot of people uh, are doing right now, and originally we thought once the offices are open, people can rush back. But unfortunately that's not the case. People are still working remotely and many companies, uh, are actually ask, you know, uh, ask allowing their employees to work from home indefinitely. right. So what this does is that it essentially decoupling the way, the place people live from their workplace. Right. Before it's like, okay, if I want want to work in tech, I have to be in San Francisco. I need to live there so I can be close to my company. But because of this separation, because of the remote work option, people can still pursue their career while living in Montana. Right. So a lot of people we've seen is that, um, are, what are they're doing is, before they want to go fly fishing in Alaska once a year, but now they can live there full time and still do uh, their job very well. So this decoupling is, uh, in our mind, the most important factor that's going to continue to drive uh, a booming market for the rural real estate for the years and decades to come.
1: Now, how do you define rural and urban?
0: Where is the line drawn? What's your definition? That's a great question as well, because there are a lot of blurred lines. uh, But the way we define rural properties is um, anything that has uh, a large piece of land, right? It can be, it's really quite diverse and all-encompassing. It can be a ranch, a hobby farm, uh, a vacant lot, uh, it can be uh, a lake house, a cabin. Uh, so we really have a, a huge wide array of properties uh, uh, in our database. Uh, but that is the, the true definition is anything that with a substantial amount of land uh, to build on and to, uh, to live up.
1: Yeah, and um, this g- going back to this trend and, and talking about COVID especially, some interesting stats to share here the uh, housing supply in rural areas is, is down forty four percent and that was as of January and at the same time in urban areas it was only down sixteen point nine percent so there is clearly a shortage of homes uh, and obviously supply and demand what happens there a shortage of homes mean prices goes up and uh, prices are up sixteen percent uh, year over year as of you know january twenty twenty one i don't have the latest stats at my fingertips but um, is this trend sustainable do you feel that this will um, th- this might reverse as, and this is a big if, right? Not even as, but more if. If some companies start to mandate workers come back to the office and people perhaps get disillusioned with the lack of amenities and the, the reality of living a rural lifestyle as people come flooding back to urban areas. And of course, I'm, I'm exaggerating here, right? It doesn't happen overnight like that. But is there a threat there'll be a reversal of this trend? What's your thoughts on the asset class overall?
0: Yeah, so we are very bullish on rural properties um, because it's really not predicated, the growth is not predicated on uh, just remote work, right? Like we said, even before COVID, the the asset class had been performing really, really well. Uh, But that's a great question because um, I think, you know, um on the back of this resistance to go back to the office is this urge uh, to find meaning or find more freedom in their lives right the reason companies are not mandating that is that people don't want to go back but let's say if people if companies coming on uh, the employees very hard and be like you have to come back to the office the other phenomenon we're seeing this year is this great resignation right people are looking for meaning yeah yeah people are looking for meaning people are looking for freedom and this is the same driver that's uh motivating people to search for rural properties you know these people are starting uh, to become a freelancer they're starting their own companies and they want to do it in an environment that's uh that's beautiful that's healthy and that's more friendly than the weather they're used to uh so i think you know the combination of multiple factors but it's all really driven by uh this generation's pursuit of meaning uh pursuit of freedom